respecting what you did. I mean, this is one thing that, that I really learned from my parents was that anything that you do, there has to be a huge respect for it. And I think if you don't respect what you do, then um, you can easily get very lost in this, uh, you know, glamorous world. I am Sadia Tariq, and you're listening to Thani, the podcast. There are very few people in Pakistan who don't know Marina Khan. And having her over as a guest on Thani is truly a privilege. Marina has been part of the Pakistan television industry for over 30 years as a director, producer, and a stellar actor. In this podcast, she shares her journey into acting, her form of expression, her authenticity, her groundedness, and the role of education in making sure that the society moves forward. We also talk about how the narrative of a woman has changed over the years, what the characters used to portray and what they portray now, and what changes we can bring about. And last but not the least, Marina shares her learnings from her favorite sport, golf. And it is only natural that the background score for this podcast is the soundtrack from one of her most famous plays, Thup Kinare. I don't know uh, what to uh, call you, Marina, because I have um, my childhood has been overtaken by Dr. Zoya. But thank you so much for uh, being um, for being my guest on Dhani. Truly, truly appreciate it. You're most welcome. Um, going back, actually, not now talking of Dr. Zoya, going back to um, those times of uh, yeah. Pakistan television. Um, what brought you or what made you feel that acting was your form of expression? So I didn't think at all. Um, I was an avid television watcher, movie watcher. I would give television preference over studies. I knew all the plays that were on. I knew characters by the name of their um, drama name. Uh, but in my mind, never did it ever, ever occur to me that I could be on screen. And the first time when Shazad Khalil, I met him, God bless him, um, and he says, you know, uh, I'd like you to act. And I just looked at his face and I started laughing. I said, I don't know how to act. He says, leave that up to me. That's my job. Um, the role was such also, it was a very quiet, it was a play called Nishan Haider, a single play. Yeah. And it was a mm-hmm. very quiet person, very shy person. So that sort of suited uh, me uh, in, in many respects. Uh, but I think I probably had uh, a gene in me which came from my mother. Because my mother was okay. another person who was always, you know, like she and I shared this, you know, part of uh, our lives very strongly, which was films and movies and books and 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 uh, television, and uh, and I think she probably in, at some point in her life she might, must have thought that you know she could go into acting because she she was a very creative person even though after marriage she suppressed a lot of that but um, but I could see that she was a very creative outgoing 
um, vivacious, uh, you know, person. So I think I, I inherited some of that. And uh, when, you know, Shazad Sahib asked me, that was it. I mean, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> so tell me, with, with all the challenges that we face uh, due to politics and due to religion and due to so many cultural uh, restrictions, how do we find authenticity? How do we find honesty in our expression, in our professions, careers? How do you do that? Oh, how do I do that? I think just being honest with myself first and foremost, uh, being very realistic. Uh, otherwise, it's very difficult. I think it's. I mean, even the roles that I'm doing right now, um, I'm not a hundred percent enjoying all of them. Some of them, yes. Uh, some of them, I'm not because uh, I feel that you know there is. Uh, you know, we, when we write characters, we write very one-dimensional characters. Now, you know, either she, if she's bad, she's bad. If she's good, she's good. You know, there's no, where, where is the the human side? I mean, even if she's bad, she, she became bad because of something. And, you know, she has to have right. a vulnerable side to her. But um, I feel that um, myself, I think, I, I didn't act for the longest time because I felt that the medium was too egoistic and, uh, you know, it, it demanded you to be very self-absorbed so for a lot of the time that's why direction for me was I loved it I really loved it because I didn't have to put on makeup I didn't have to change my clothes 20 times a day mm. I didn't have to worry about those things and you know there was a creative process so I think that was something that I did think about and I and and that was also again uh, looking at Shazad Saab when he used to work and he used to you know direct but acting, I think, because I just sort of literally fell into it, and I was very, very, very lucky um, that I never really gave it too much importance. Uh, so that's why, the you know, there's a very frivolous side to it, which I ran away from uh, for the longest mm -hmm. time. But uh, to try and stay, you know, honest to yourself and to what you do, first and foremost, you have to be honest with yourself. I mean, I think mm -hmm. if you start lying to yourself and you start believing in a world around you that is, you know, that's not there. It's, it's, it's a make-believe world. People love you uh, and admire you for the work you do, but what you are doing is a job. It's basically a 9 to 5 or a 10 to 10 or a 9 to 9, but you, you go to work and, and you do your job and you come back and you're just hopeful that, you know, uh, you are good at it. So I think the honesty part of it is first and foremost uh, staying in the reality of life, even though this, yeah. this particular field can take you totally out of it. Mm. It's, it's challenging to not become part of the illusions. Yes, absolutely yes. Right. Very, cha very challenging. I mean, like, um, I, I don't blame a lot of people because I think... Uh, it's, uh, it is glamorous and you get to wear these beautiful clothes and... Just don't believe it. <laughs> Do all of that. Mm. Just don't believe that this is the world around you because it's not, you know, because we do live in a country where, you know, there is a huge disparity. There is, you know, there's, there's so much in, in a world, actually. And just trying to keep that in balance. And then I think you can truly enjoy what you do. I think. What keeps you grounded? I mean, what helps you keep uh, that reality or that veil that okay this is work 
and this is me and i will um i i need to stay close to my core values when it demands what is it is it family is it um your some personal practice um, um is it evolvement over the years i think initially i was just very overwhelmed with the response of uh, especially tanhaiya um but i think yes family how one is brought up uh the grounding you get for like my father was a very prominent senior uh when he retired a position in the air force and mm-hmm. uh, he was probably you know second in command or something like that i'm i'm forgetting right now but he was at a very very prominent post but with us you know um we always you know had to it wasn't like we could speak to anybody which any way we wanted to i mean there would was this respect for starting from your uh, from the domestic help to the drivers to the guards that stood out you know there was always a protocol and there was a uh, you know this is something that was so strongly inbuilt in both my parents and uh, they never let us be spoiled uh, if if i put the word so i think that grounding um then i think being in the air force you were never spoiled for i mean like getting a barbie doll in in those days it was a big thing but it was a big thing because a there were no barbie dolls in 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 uh, in pakistan and you know through catalog so when you got that one doll which my father probably went on a uh uh get an exercise to america or somewhere and he brought me the, i mean you cherished those things now i find with with kids it's a disposable i anything you give them it's disposable for us it wasn't disposable it was the mm. times it was also the air force i mean we were not rich people we were we were given yes accommodation you were you were subsidized with your bijli and everything but you didn't have that throwaway cash so we were brought up with 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 um, you know knowing that there is a value for things and there is a value for and and the discipline that the air force br- brought Uh, from from my father was waking up on time you know doing your work on time respecting what you did i mean this is one thing that that i really learned from my parents was that anything that you do there has to be a huge respect for it and i think if you don't respect what you do then um, you can easily get very lost in this uh, you know glamorous world so respecting what you you taking it you know it's like i said it's a job that you're doing you you come into this world yes you're wearing the clothes for that time but when you're out of it you're you're just yourself again you know mm-hmm. because at the mm-hmm. end of the day that mirror that you're looking at is just you in that mirror there's nobody else around mm-hmm. you so that's the truth mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. so i think yes mm-hmm. family uh, also i think my husband has kept me very grounded he's never ever in fact sometimes i tell him i said you don't spoil me at all because you know he's like okay we're not getting a parking place here we'll you know we'll go like 6 miles away and i said what you want me to walk 6 miles back you know so, so you know these are the things that really really i i think a fantastic i mean at that time it's not i'm saying i'm not saying it because but i do joke about it and i tell i said could you you do forget you're sitting next to a star so <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think that also keeps you uh, grounded and i think friends around you and so i i, I guess i i think i've been lucky 
and um, and I, I do owe that to my parents a lot that I, I think I never lost my head um, for anything. I, I actually coming into the the media was well, you know a new world opened up in front of me because sure. you know one was so used to the air force and a certain lifestyle and you know your friends were of a certain like uh, 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 you know all from the same background so here now you're meeting people from all walks of life and it was very exciting very exciting and uh, I, mm. I think that's basically what has kept me grounded mm. how wonderful um, you know, over the years, and obviously you've seen how uh, the media, um, the television has evolved from your time till now, and the reach of the television has been tremendous. There are more channels yeah. now, and there's a non-stop narrative going on, but every time you switch yeah. on the television. How have things changed? How has the narrative of a, a, a strong woman character changed? Has it changed at all? I think it has changed. I think um, commercialism has probably changed it a lot. Uh, when money started coming into the field, when channels started opening, when production houses started, you know, so and and this this thing called ratings started coming in. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I think that has changed the narrative. Uh, a we we must understand is that men run these systems, right? Um, when a strong woman writer comes into it, even now we have some very strong women writers, but they are um, they, they are being dictated to because of the channel. Oh. Why? Because the channels have ratings. Because they have these meters. Now the meters, if you haven't distributed them um, intelligently, or you've got you know twenty thousand in one area and only five in another area you will not be able to get a balance, I think. Uh, but I might be totally wrong because I don't know how the meters and all work. But every time you talk about showing the woman in the light that we are showing her in, um, uh, which is basically either the Nake Parveen to the point of death where there are no such women like that ever. Uh, then mm -hmm. there is the harlotin who is like, she's so evil that, you know, she cannot have a good side to her. <laughs> sure. then, you know, so, so or uh, uh, we have the sass, which is, you know, I, I mean, it's just so cliched and so, you know, so one-sided. And every time you talk to them, they say, Ki wo ratings, ratings. So the thing is that when we didn't have the ratings, when we had the, you know, when we had a sort of a BBC model, when we, there was just PTV, yes, we used to get commercials and all. But they were not, they didn't dictate what needed to be said. Uh, we had mm -hmm. censorship then. Censorship was a strong thing. We had, uh, you know, certain talk. But, you know, if you look at, if you look at the late uh, 80s or 80s and said, the kind of plays we, we had, the topics we used to choose, the things we used to say for the time was, I think, way ahead of what we are doing right now. Way ahead. Right sure. now, it's just a question of a house and a sasbo. Recently, I've seen Correct. in the last, I think, five years that we are now slowly, slowly coming out of these little topics. And, you know, but again, where, how does it happen? Someone funds you and tells you, I want this. Then suddenly everyone starts running towards that. But the thing is, you're not taking that initiative yourself. Very few mm -hmm. people are taking that, you know, initiative. So I think the moment the commercialism and that aspect came in, because see, remember, 
our education and did not grow with it uh, whatever has grown in pakistan phones and and internet and the world is opened up but our education is gone backwards so we haven't educated oh, so ourselves true. towards this yeah. so if we had yeah. educated ourselves towards this we would be doing better plays we would be doing better dramas we wouldn't be stuck in this you know uh, in this 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 you know jahan hamare sabse zyada meter lage mein wahan aapki zyada tar aurte bichari shayad nahi jati you know they don't go to uh, schools or they probably a panch jamaat ya 10 jamaat no so if they do like this kind of stuff it is our responsibility to tell them that there is a way out yeah. you, but Correct. obviously when Correct. when ha huh, but 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 i think when you have a male dominated uh, society you're not wanting a to give give that message out also so so mm. i think it it has changed not to say that we are not doing good stuff i think we do some very good stuff but uh, for sure the woman has become too one dimensional right now you know whereas you know the hasina moin characters or the nurul huda shah i mean look at what that woman wrote and you know look at what she faced after she wrote uh, yeah. her two major serials i mean it was just unbelievable how strong a personality she was um, mm-hmm. and hasina mm-hmm. apa who was criticized all her life for not writing strong male characters uh but but she wrote some amazing stuff so you know um Absolutely. and and people were not scared of 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 taking that leap or getting you know into uh, but for sure commercialism has pretty much destroyed our narrative i think you know it's a pity because uh, as you're saying that uh, the education has kind of taken a backward stance or kind of just taken a halt and our media would have been such a beautiful uh, constructive source yeah. of educating yeah. of imparting of of, of awareness of expanding the horizons um you know you were just talking about the male dominated society um there is there's so many isms that we seem to not understand but there is one mm. which is i think there's a tremendous dissent which is about feminism um what's going on how how are we understanding it and how should we be understanding it um i think if we are understanding it is in a very very minute uh, part of our society uh, otherwise we're not understanding it if we can't see the thing is again you have to give people the tools to i mean there will be good people born into this world there will be bad people born into this world there will be very good people born into this world who will become bad and why do they become bad what happens what is so there is an entire uh, you know history of a human being that i mean like there was this is an ama- amazing um um, um on netflix there is this thing called i think mine hunter or something so it's about when they started uh, you know uh, uh, figuring out what is serial killing and why so you know so so when 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 they started disclosing these characters they were all very disturbed young men who had you know either a lot of women issues or motherly motherly issues so so you know but the thing is that how does that happen that happens when someone is educated enough to to say ki okay we need to study these people and we need to say ki okay yes you're not pure evil but you are and for a society to understand as to what is making these people so we mm-hmm. are so far behind i mean like oh my god i mean where do i even start 
I mean, just come here and drive one day and you will see that people don't care. They don't care if they hit you or if they've knocked down a person. I'll be crossing the street. No one is going to stop for me. No one is thinking that this is a human being. And these yeah. are basically people who we are paying to run these machine <laughs> machines on, on the road who have no clue as what to do with them. There's no responsibility. There is, you know, there's nothing that... Uh, so, in logon ko hum kya feminism sikhayenge? Inko hum shuru kaise karenge? You know, aap bachche pe, bachche pe, bachche pe, bachche pe paida kar rahe hain. Aap unko sikhe, chale, ek feminism ek jaga hai. Phir aapka Islam aapko mana karta hai na. To, lekin Islam is also, I mean, for God's sake, let's not take the religion lightly. It's a very intelligent religion. Usko aap sahi tarah padhe hai. Lekin padhte hi nahi hai. Malbi sahab aapko bata rahe hai. Everyone is an uneducated man telling you what, what your Islam is. So, you know, where so does true. one even begin? Where do we begin? Yeah. I mean, so, so mm-hmm. within your own little, um, you know, I, I'll give you, I don't know how, how much time we have, but my, the lady who works for me, God bless her, she's uh, probably Che Jamaat Pass and all. So she, one day, we asked her to stay a little extra because uh, our chappie was going on leave. And she says, can I stay with you? It was over Eid. So we said, yeah, she, you know, she calls me mama and she calls my husband papa. So uh, I said, sure. So when, you know, at some point I, I found her crying and I said, what the hell is that? So she says, I've been thrown out of my house. So I said, what? She's oh. saying my brother-in-law has thrown me out. So they literally threw her out. I mean, like I know the husband and she's got a little kid. They literally threw her out of the house, locked the doors on her, thinking that she'll have nowhere to go. So she came to us. Now, I'm sure mm-hmm. in their minds, they didn't, under, they didn't uh, assume that we said, of course, you stay here for as long as you want. You know, there is no, uh, you know, no question about it. And then, of course, the whole thing came out is that she's fine with her husband knocking her about. But she says, why does my mm-hmm. brother-in-law hit me? So the brother-in-law also joins in because he doesn't have kids. So when she reprimands her own kid, he complains to the... So anyway, all of this is happening and she's saying that I'm going to stay here till my husband gets a separate place. Now, you know, I think, mm-hmm. and I could be absolutely wrong, but it was that little bit of education this girl has in her. She stood yeah. her ground. She didn't bring the Correct. kid. She didn't wallow in the, in the misery. She stood her ground and now the husband has got another place. Mm-hmm. And she's living very happily with him. I mean, she's, she's saying, mm-hmm. I'll go back to him. And then he was sending one woman and then someone else from the thing and someone called her Bajjalan and she said, so if I'm Bajjalan, why does my husband want me back? You know, so she had right. these little, you know, so I think that kind of understanding or that kind of behavior definitely comes from a person who's got a little bit of grounding. I'm sure, you know, from her parents, a little bit of education, a little bit of know but she stood her grounds. Now that yeah. doesn't happen to most of these women. It no, doesn't happen. No. But I feel that, you know, this, what, what Imran Khan right now is, is, is the biggest challenge of his life, is, is trying to get this country educated, which is, you know, this, it's, it's going to be the, the only way. And we are, we, we've become such, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like you want a quick buck. We've become people who, who, who can't invest in, forget about five years, they can't invest in one year ahead of them. So anything that's yeah. happening now, oh my God, this is happening. Are, things are going to get worse. Look at what we've had in the last yeah. 10 years. We've had the worst governing. Yes. So mm. now give him mm. a chance. Give him a chance. At least two things he's got right. 
which no one has ever addressed, education and health. Nobody has ever addressed that, not in my lifetime. So not true. in my lifetime. So no one has come yeah. up with the statistics that this man has come up with and told us that this is what you have, this is the problem. Now, if so yeah. many kids of your, your, your country are not going to be educated, how are you going to... And then, you know, they are so worried about their day-to-day lives. They are not worried about this thing of feminism and drakht kaatne, nahi kaatne. Unko to bhai roti chahiye. They want their next meal. They are worried about that. Mm. So we mm. have a long way. We have a long way. I, I hope, I hope, I'm, I just hope. <laughs> I don't know how to complete that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope is 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 huge, yes. and it's it is very big. It is a huge uh, sentiment. So yes, we hope. Uh, just yeah. coming towards the end, if if we yeah. were to sum up everything, three three basic learnings that you have had out of your profession. Oh, three which basic you, learning. Yeah. What hmm. you have learned? I can tell you what I've learned in golf. <laughs> but, Please do. Well, I, <laughs> patience, <laughs> humility. <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, I've never thought of it. I have never ever thought of what, I, I, or even if I have, I don't know what it is that uh, my learning. I do know that um, from when I when I was directing. Uh, being a leader, uh, that was one thing uh, as to how you can, uh, you know, be take control because you you have a crew of about 25, 30 people which you are controlling with your actors, with you know, with and, and you're fighting little battles here and there. So that is something that definitely was a huge learning, which I mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I would have, but otherwise I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Really, and I I've never ever thought of it. So I'm sorry, I don't have an answer for you. Or, or perhaps he's still learning. No, that's fine. Here is to... Yeah, uh, well, you see, the thing is, yeah, you're, you're constantly learning. You're learning from new people. You're learning from youngsters. You're learning from, you know, you're, you're, you're constantly learning. But I haven't, I haven't really given it that kind of thought. So, so for sure, this, this part of uh, thing of, of, of how to put a production together and how to, you know, uh, that is something which, you know, is something that, that was a huge uh, uh, learning, I could say, for me. But otherwise, I haven't never ever really thought of it. I'll do are, that we, are, we, <laughs> are we going to be seeing you more, seeing more of you on the tube? I hope so. I've done a couple of things recently, um, uh, a couple that I've really enjoyed and a couple that I haven't enjoyed at all. But, <laughs> you know, it, it, it pays the bills. Um, but yes, I think Bandish is the uh, the last one that I I really loved doing. It was um, it was on on a sort of a, a horror come supernatural. Uh, but we had a we had a stellar director, and I I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, doing that. Um, otherwise, there you know a couple of things are, will be coming on air. Um, things that have come and only you know up to itna rush hai na TV pe that. Um, <laughs> Yes, the, you know, the mind does get fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is so, I mean, like from 7 o'clock till 10 o'clock, the fresh content for, you know, seven channels is a lot of demand of, 
of, of uh, television. There's a lot thrown at you as well, yeah. yes. But yeah. uh, but yeah. I am sure, I mean, I, I can speak for myself that I am looking forward to more of you, uh, seeing more of you on the tube. And um, concluding this uh, conversation with all the hope and the peace and the yes. patience yes. Uh, that you put forth for all of us. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been it's been fun time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And we would be most humbled if you can leave us with a comment, a rating or a suggestion. Thank you.